0: you're listening to the pinball podcast with Don and Jeff. You're
1: listening to the pinball podcast with Don and Jeff.
0: You're recording, right? Epic, 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 epic. Hey, welcome to the pinball podcast. Today is August 15th, 2016. My name is Don and with me as always is Jeff. How's it going, Jeff? Uh, (laughs) it's okay. It's going great, right? Yeah, everything. A
2: plus.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. Oh, we got to talk about Nifty LED, Jeff. I almost forgot. I got sidetracked. NiftyLED.com, your source for pinball LEDs, parts, tools, balls, and more. Check out NiftyLED.com. You get free shipping over a hundred dollars. Six dollar flat rate shipping under a hundred dollars. and A plus, gangbusters service. So check out NiftyLED.com.
2: Definitely. Yeah, I just helped a friend uh, do a full LED swap on his Medieval Madness. And I took some before and after pictures, so we'll post those. And uh, they look fantastic.
0: How much purple did you install? None purple. What? Yeah. Get the hell out of here. Well, I'm guessing it was an old old medieval, right? It, It was an original, yes. Not a remaster. Nope. What do they call it? Remake? Remake. Yeah. So this is going to be a quick... Excuse me. My nose keeps uh, blocking the air passage. Uh, This is going to be a quick and dirty episode. Uh, My kids are taking a nap. Jeff was at a broning convention yesterday, so we could not record our usual time. So it is the afternoon on a weekday, and I'm hoping they will stay asleep for a little while, and we will talk some pinball stuff and get out of here.
2: Until we hit that hard stop.
0: Yes. (laughs) Uh... If you would like more pinball talk, uh, I was on the Eclectic Gamers podcast yesterday, episode 15, so you can hear some pinball talk and some not pinball talk over there.
2: Cool. Did you talk about X-Wing, the tabletop game? Because that's the only tabletop game I play.
0: Uh, they have in the past. We did not. Yeah. Yeah. Um. um, um what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, I didn't. Uh, I had planned on recording both episodes tomorrow but uh it didn't work out that way that's okay it's all right it's okay i'll put a that's link fine. in the show notes so because we, we weren't sure if we we're going to be able to record this weekend at all we didn't do a an exhaustive search for topics we have plenty of reader mail to look at and listen and read what
2: uh respond to yes that too deal with
0: Do you want to talk about what you've been doing in pinball or not in pinball, Jeff?
2: (laughs) Sure. Uh, Does fishing and not working count as pinball? Sure. Okay. I've been doing a lot of pinball. Um, (laughs) No, I uh, pinball-related stuff, not a whole lot. I can't remember. Was my Ghostbusters tournament before last
3: show?
0: I think it was after. I think you had finished it.
2: Anyway, that went great. That was fun. Trophies looked fun. Yeah. Yeah. The Ghostbusters LE held up perfectly fine throughout. Um, Can't say a whole lot about the inserts later, but we will. Anyway, um, no, actually, I am in the very unfortunate position, Don, that I got laid off at my job. Me and many others at the company were informed last week that uh, the company had to make cuts, and uh, it was a pretty rough few days around the office and I thought I was safe because you know a few days went by and some people had been let go and I'd seen it and I was like that sucks that sucks feel bad for them and then the last day it was me so I decided to take off and I left out of town um, went up to our cabin for a few days and there's no pinball up there so that's what I've been doing is not doing any pinball but I came back, um, and I'm going to put that color DMD in that I ordered. And mm-hmm. rather than talk about it here, I'm just going to do a bunch of pictures in a quick little video. I'm putting it into Iron Man, and I'll just put that on the website. Uh, I think for something like that, it just can phase a lot better with a post rather than an explanation of it here. So, and then aside from that, the last and only other thing I've been doing has been getting upset with Stern. But
0: So nothing new nothing new well i'm sorry what? to hear about your your job i know you'll bounce back quickly though
2: i better <laughs> yeah well
0: it's a good week to take off with the kids going to school and whatnot and...
2: yeah yeah it, it'll be fine it just was not good timing and it was a job i very much particularly liked so it's just a bummer but it'll be it'll be fine yeah i'm sorry but it's okay
0: Hopefully it's a very temporary layoff.
2: Yeah, oh, and also my wife's been out of town. She doesn't get back till tomorrow night, around midnight, and then Wednesday morning early, I'm leaving to Alaska. So sometime in that window, I have to tell her what happened. So I didn't want to ruin her trip, and yeah. have her stress. So I'll uh, I'll have her stress the whole time I'm gone. all <laughs> right I well, guess, that's nice of you. Yeah, yeah, I. Oh.
3: Hmm.
2: So yeah, that, that'll be fun. That'll, I mean, it'll be cool, but.
0: So you went fishing alone?
2: I I did on Tuesday and Wednesday, and then I went with my dad Thursday, okay. Friday, Saturday. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I've been doing a lot of fly fishing. That's all right. No, there's nothing wrong with that.
0: Well, being outdoors isn't always ideal, but yeah, if
2: you're enjoying yourself, sure. I did. I, I did notice that... Mm. The ghosting grew on my Ghostbusters while I was gone. I thought you weren't so going to look. I I didn't look as of last night. Then I walked over before the show and I was like, I should. And yeah, it, it grew. So playing had nothing to do with it. It just happened over the... I've been gone since Wednesday and today is Monday. So during that time of not being played, it spread a little bit. Did you
0: keep the rose-colored glasses that you had before the game shipped? Maybe those would help block out the... Uh... Ghosting issue.
2: Well, the problem is they don't fill, they don't filter out the uh, exact milky whiteness that that ghosting <laughs> produces. Yeah. So you can still see them even with the rosy glasses. But I love everything else about the game.
0: Okay, so if if Stern if they frosted all of their inserts, kind of like uh, I know Metallica has frosted inserts off the top of my head. If they did that, would that
2: solve the issue? <laughs> no, because. It it would it would solve the issue early on where you wouldn't notice it, but once they started cracking because of the oh. clear coat being separated. Yeah. But. Also
0: who came up who coined the term ghosting for insert ghosting? Because I've talked to some people and they get confused. They're like, I don't understand. I thought it shipped with LEDs. Why are the LEDs ghosting? No, no, no. It's insert ghosting, not LED insert ghosting.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's an old term that came back. So I don't know if it predates the LED usage or not. But I thought lifting was a better term. We need a thesaurus. Uh, or, or delamination was often used, but Yeah. That, that but I think that applied more, more to m- Yeah. I don't know. We could talk about it in a little bit after you talk about what you've done in penball.
0: I was just uh synonyms for ghosting. Mm, nothing, Spiriting. Nothing <laughs> that kind of gets to the core of the issue. I mean put pen to paper conceive design oh it's conception. like ghost it's that's, like that's, ghost writing so yeah yeah fudge together that sounds pretty accurate it does sound about right uh okay so what i've been doing in pinball i um i actually played pinball yesterday i don't think i've played in the past two weeks wow yeah so i uh, I played old chicago had i think the worst game i've ever had on it uh, my first three balls are house balls Um, I think my total was around 24,000, which is basically just letting the ball drain. I did not get the 3,000-point skill shot one single time out of five balls. And so then I played Game of Thrones, and my first ball, I had over 500 million. I was doing great, and then I ended up with uh, 615 million, which is okay, but not great or anything.
4: Well. The kids it's are taking a shameful. bath,
0: so I didn't have much time to play. I, <laughs> I, they were I was not alone at home with them. My wife was giving them a bath, by the way. I didn't put toddlers in a bath and then walk off to play pinball.
2: No, you're you're not you're not fed up to that point yet. No. Well
0: are they toddlers now? One, two, three? Not really toddlers, uh, right? They're kids now. Kids, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Past that stage. Okay. Um besides that I did try an app that I wanted to mention. Uh hmm. I'll mention it because it's an interesting idea. It's called Bumper Ball. It's, I think it's iPad only. I tried to download it on my phone and it would not let me. But basically, there's no flippers. It, you're placing a pop bumper, and that shoots the ball back up the playfield. But do you, do you remember that Slayer game somebody made where it used pop bumpers instead of flippers? Like you use you still use the buttons, the flipper buttons, but when you push yeah. them, it just charged the pop bumper.
2: Yeah, I know what you're talking about.
0: Um, i think i i think i played that didn't i at the pinball life thing or maybe at expo anyway it did it looks awesome it did not it doesn't play very well and i'll say the same of the app <laughs> the app is free and it uses kind of the crossy road system of you collect coins to buy new maps um, new play fields basically and you try and hit the ball up over and over and it's just not it's not great but it has the word pinball in it, so I had to check it out. And I unlocked a Marty McFly uh, theme. That was the first theme I unlocked.
2: Well, that's good. It
0: has like three call-outs that it repeats every single time you hit the ball. Mm, it's not great. Uh, so, buyer beware.
2: Sorry for your disappointment.
0: Downloader beware. Yeah, I was, I was actually excited about it. Other than that... Um, yeah, just No Man's Sky and whatnot, so not much Pinball-y stuff. Looking forward to uh, Pinball Arcade. Should get updated on PS3 eventually, right? Get that TX sector <laughs> over there. I'm looking yeah, forward to that.
2: Catch up with all the releases. Right yes, soon.
0: all at once. Okay, so you go. Boom.
2: I uh, Pindigo version two now has Chin oh, pin side yeah. score integration.
0: Yes, I I did that yesterday. I integrated my pin side scoring. Thank you. Yeah. I forgot to to post that over, but yeah, we got a message from uh Michael, right?
2: Yeah, I know you're not gonna try and say his last name. Zazbo, Michael Pindigo.
0: Michael Pindigo. Yeah, on tilt forms, which I forgot was a thing.
2: It's the civilized place for pinball discourse. Um. Yeah, he also sent us some shirts, so that was cool. Oh, cool. I am well, thank you pleased.
0: For, yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, PintoGo2. It's it's I was kinda waiting for pin side integration to come back because that's what kinda got me using the old app was actually putting the pin side stuff on there. But I like this one has Facebook integration already, so I yeah. just gotta add some scores now.
2: Yeah, and then also if you look on the profile they're working on IFPA integration, and that'd be kind of mm-hmm. cool. So you, not only do you see how your people, like, scores are comparing, but you can kind of tell if you're comparing yourself against casual players or, you know, top 500 players in the world, whatever it might be. So it'd be kind of neat to see not only how your scores stack up with just what people are playing at the time, but how good the other players are that are posting scores too. So Yeah. Do you know, can you filter it
0: from, like, a home settings or five ball settings or
2: when you post your score you can put those notes in right i don't i don't know if there is filtering based on that um because i mean one of the biggest ones like obviously ghostbusters is something that people are putting center post mods and stuff in like that and that'll happen with any game but for a game where like the gap in the flipper is intentionally left bigger. I mean, it it completely changes the dynamic of the game there. So um, it would be nice if there was a way to, like, filter no mods or um, three-ball, five-ball, or extra balls on, extra balls off. That'd be kind of cool to see.
0: Glass on, glass off. Sock and drain. No sock and drain.
2: Yes. So... Interesting. Fun app to play with. Yeah,
0: thanks for reminding me.
2: So, uh, am I supposed to go crazy now? If you want to
0: do your your rant, now's the time.
2: Well, I don't like calling it a rant, because that just sounds like I'm angry and irrational, which I kind of am. Well,
0: yeah. You you can blame it on your job situation, though.
2: Yeah, yeah. I've just got this... My my baseline anger and frustration level is just higher than normal. So, I'll just say I'm coming from a... a Coming from your
0: family not being able to eat... That's true. Your house being foreclosed. Uh, um,
2: yeah. So like this whole stern Playfield issue stuff, it's not just ghostbusters. It's also affecting pretty much everything coming off. People have been posting pictures of Spider-Man vault edition, Metallica, um, the newer runs, uh, game of Thrones and the different ghostbusters models. And we talked about the insert ghosting, um, ghost writing, whatever you want to call it. But, um, Playfield chipping has also been an issue. People's playfields are chipping. I haven't had that personally, but I've tried to be like really patient about it um, because one, it hasn't affected the way my game plays to this point. I Mine doesn't have the cracked inserts or inserts raising or dropping yet. I do have ghosting and it is spreading, which is kind of annoying, but again, it doesn't change how anything plays. So I I've been, like, just saying, okay, let's just wait and see what Stern says, let them figure out what's going on, let them figure out how they want to make it right with the people who are affected. And um, in the meantime, I've like, really just tried to bite my tongue. Just like, yeah, it sucks, it's annoying. It... But the, the, ir- the irritation I feel isn't so much that there's ghosted inserts on my machine, it's that they won't say anything about it. You call them and they say, contact your distributor. You call a distributor and they're like, I don't know. Stern hasn't said anything. And then like, they tell you, why don't you just go ahead and email Stern directly. And they give you some higher up emails. You email them they say, oh, we've seen your issue. Uh, we tell you, you should just work it out with your distributor. So it's just this circular uh, no help loop that people keep getting caught into. And, and they're getting worked up. Especially people who have big issues on their games. And, and to me, that's annoying. And then... You compound it with how childish Stern acts in their social media game, where they want to post about epic parties that, for some reason, raise in price after time, hey, 30 bucks, oh, sorry, we mean 35, and they're talking about how they want to bring you in to celebrate 30 years of Stern so they can sell you more crap at their place, like, hey, Spend 35 bucks and come buy a t shirt. Like, that's real cool. Um, but then someone wants to ask a question like, hey, I've got a serious issue with my pinball machine. Like, I have chips of paint coming off my play field, and they just delete the comment. Like, that's so, like, give us your $8,000, but don't give us your feedback. Like, that does not work. That is not how business works, especially when people are buying a limited edition model of these games that are meant to be for the collector. Those aren't meant for operators. Those aren't meant for route. That is meant to be a collector's edition, limited edition pinball machine. And Stern will not respond. In fact, they will hunt hunt down your feedback and actively delete it, even when it's civil. Um, Stern reposted somebody's LE uh, Instagram post that they had received one at like, said, hey, so-and-so's got their LE, they're loving it, blah, blah, blah. And I saw someone had commented, "Um, yeah, I got one, I love it, I think the game's great, I have some insert ghosting, just wondering when we're going to hear anything about it. And then I responded and said, yeah, I love the game, it's probably most addicted I've been to a pinball machine in years, Um, the ghost inserts are a bummer. And they delete those comments, rather than saying, hey guys, sorry you've been hearing that, we're working on a solution, and then their famous line, stay tuned. Like, that would be a little bit annoying, but nowhere near as annoying is the fact that they're just deleting it. Just totally sweeping out of, under the rug um, for as long as they can. And I finally just lost patience with them. Probably, I don't know, was it Friday? Saturday? I I just couldn't take it anymore. Like It's so aggravating that they're treating their customers this way. I, I'm done buying new in-box. Like, they've totally lost me on that. Uh, this was my third one, and it's the only one I've had issues with. But the way that they've handled it, it's. I'm totally done with Noonbox. Like, I, I, I'm not gonna do it again. It's terrible, and um, they need to get things fixed, like fast. They really do. And until they get them fixed, they gotta talk to the people that have been buying these games. They have to talk to the distributors that have been selling them. They need to do something. They have to get out in front of it instead of posting out epic parties. Stop saying epic, Stern. That's enough. So they anyway. haven't. They haven't uh, <laughs> addressed it at all in any manner. And there's been rumors that distributors have heard. Well, there's I mean, if you, if you contact, that, if you
0: contact Stern, you yourself, there's just no reply you, or they, they just you, say, call your distributor,
2: call your distributor. Cause I emailed about all the issues I had
0: Yeah.
2: and I, it was almost a robotic response. Oh, if you have a problem with this, let your distributor know. That was like it, I'm like it, it can't, it can't be like that. There's no, sorry that you're having an issue or Hey, we know you're frustrated. Instead. It's just plain old, uh, con- In fact, Let me find it. Cause it's
0: <laughs> the, I, re- I, the reply.
2: Yeah. I, I'll, I'll read the email because it was so stupid. Um,
0: you think, okay. So they just said, I'm trying to think of like how they would word it, but we're aware of, it, of potential issues. Well, I think if they acknowledge that there's issues, just people would stop buying, which is what happened anyway. But the people who don't follow Pinside, don't follow forums that would mention ghosting, are still going to be buying the games, and that's probably what they're banking on.
2: Yeah. I don't know. All, all I got was, after sending a three-paragraph thing, just mentioning, like, hey, I got this game. It was very problematic out of the box. It has had several not-working not switches. Acto goggles don't work. I had to bent and scoop the print of the ball from going in. My slurry tar- drop targets were mounted too high. um, so I've been able to fix just about everything and this is when I had that ecto goggle problem um, because of the faulty opto, um, opto. and then I, I talked about everything I had done to try and fix those um, talked about the um, play field issues even then uh, at the end I just said hey I had a lot of problems out of the box most are fixable the ectogoggles have been impossible to fix or get right um, please go ahead and you know let me know what to do and all it says is call your distributor and request a replacement. The part number is five two zero six nine eight eight zero zero. That's it. Like, what, that's, what is that
0: for, the Opto?
2: That's for well, yeah, that's for the Opto. But nothing about wow, like that's not typical of Stern quality. Um, I mean, I mentioned several broken switches. I mentioned the bent scoops. I mentioned all these other things, and that's the that's what I got back. I'm like that's that's not enough. I you spend $8,000 on a pinball machine and they don't care. They honestly don't care.
0: So at this point, what would make you satisfied if they rolled out a like play field swap, whatever program but, where you, you should your play field yeah. here or you request a coffin here for your play field or it would that hate, be, make yes. you happy.
2: So I hate saying that I don't need a new play field because I don't think the issue is that bad. Um, but if I think if like I, bought something else for $8,000 and like, okay, say about an $8,000, uh, 90 inch 4k top of the line TV. And it had dead pixels on it. I probably would want a new TV. Like, yeah, maybe you don't notice them until you zone in on the, on certain areas. Um,
0: well, you take that TV back to Best Buy or whatever. Right. And that's, what you, is, they, there a, is there, is is there an option to just return your game? There's not, is there?
2: I, I, not that I know of. I mean, if you shipped it back to your distributor, He'd be like, dude, what do you want me to do with this? You well, know? and
0: 400 bucks to ship it back.
2: Right. So that option doesn't exist. And, and and that's the problem. So then for me to say, well, I demand a whole new populated playfield. Okay, well, that's a little extreme, right? Like, And then if I just say, okay, well, on a new playfield, I don't really want to do that work to swap it. And yes, that is them technically making good. But man, that's, that's a, a lot, lot of work. hours. Yeah. And, and to on get it On right, something you
0: spent $8,000 on.
2: Right, and to get it right, like that wouldn't, that would not be something that that would take me a good one hundred hours. My machine would be down. Um, I, I would be very lucky for that to go smoothly. Okay. So I don't know what their solution is. Well, um,
0: well, all right. Well, you're an owner, so if they gave you a playfield and a five hundred dollar, either check or voucher,
2: yeah, then that I could be, pay someone to swap it. Well, would that <laughs> be
0: satisfactory to you?
2: That would, but I. St- I'm more concerned with them fixing their process here of uh, whatever they're they're shipping out knowingly bad product. I'm
0: sure I'm sure they're working on something. They I know, know they there's need, an they issue. They need
2: to stop sending it out until the issue's fixed. Because then then they're just gonna they're just piling up more and more numbers of people who they're going to have to figure out how to satisfy until they know how they're gonna satisfy people. Like they really need to figure that well, out. That's why I the stopped. tickets
0: went up five bucks. <laughs> it's that buffer for having the line closed.
2: Yeah, my goodness. Um so I'm not going to say I have the I mean obviously to make it right perfectly with everyone, it would be a brand new populated playfield like, hey, we figured out the issues. This uh, this playfield's not going to ghost. Here you go. New populated playfield. Um at this point though, we're looking at hundreds of playfields or that they would have to do that for. And maybe they need to do that in order to fix their reputation and and have pe- people bury it. Um well okay so the
0: next game let's say is Star Wars. Do you think anybody you think their reputations hurt or people will just have a boner cuz it's a new game and all will be there, fine. I mean there are people like some. you, people like you and me that won't order it day one cuz we'll wait for issues to arise yeah. or I, not I arise. Won't.
2: yeah, I won't. I won't I would not do it. There's been the three themes that I've always said I would buy blind and that was Ghostbusters, Star Wars and Ninja Turtles if it was like good art but I won't, I just won't do it. Um, so yeah, there's some that may, but there, there are people that are really, really angry right now. And when you post a fairly harmless remark on their social media, like they want to reach out to you, but they don't want you to reach back. That, that really sucks. Um, they got to fix that. So that's, that's part of fixing things is letting you have someone that you can actually talk to where you feel like you're being heard. Like they, they can't even do that yet. Um so that's part one of fixing it is like okay, we understand you're frustrated, we get what the issue is, we're working on it. Do that for now. I'll keep playing my game, I'll keep enjoying it. Um I won't fret over every little bit of extra bit of cloudiness that shows up and looking at it to see if it's starting to crack. I'll just keep playing it because I'll know they're gonna take care of it. But right now there's no um, assurance that they will. I, I do not trust them to not just say, Hey, we figured out the issues we're just going to have this year of bad play field era in our past and we're just going to move forward. Like because pinball keeps growing or whatever that they feel like, Hey, we can burn three or 400 people. It's not a big deal. Um, and if they go that route, yeah, I mean, sure. They can do that. It sucks. They can say your issues aren't, you know, under warranty um, and just tell you to take a hike. And, and I I have a bad feeling they might go that route. They, there's been rumors that certain distributors have been told they're going to take care of it. I just don't believe them at this point. Um, if Why are they so aggressively hiding the problem? Like, It's not that they just haven't responded. They hide it. Like They nuke any comment about it. They block people from their Facebook who ask about it. Um, they just brush you off to a distributor if you contact them. They don't want to give anybody an answer that can be turned around and posted somewhere else. So, I don't know. I, I'm ready just to hire people to go to their party wearing the Fix My Play field hashtag just have him <laughs> crash it kick you out yeah like like uh stern playfields matter movement or something and disrupt it it's it's just stupid right now and uh, they gotta fix it fast because i i as angry as i am i'm one of the more chill ones about this so no. And I'm more mad about what other people have gone through. Like, there are people whose play fields are in way worse condition than mine, um, where they're seeing the ball change directions if it's a slow roller, or they have chipped or cracked inserts. Uh, It sucks.
0: Well, let's talk about the Epic Party a little.
2: Yeah, how about that? Come pay for our promotional event. That's all it is.
0: (laughs) Well, I don't want to steal his words, but Taylor um, had mentioned that it was like, paying someone to go to their birthday party or someone paying you to go to your birthday party. It does kind of feel yeah. like that, especially the like pinball life has had these fantastic parties for years that are free, free food and beer and everything. So looking at the flyer, um, it's hard to tell if you do get free food or beer, it was $30. And then the next day it went up to $35 <laughs> Yeah,
2: like what? for whatever
0: reason. Um, but you get to see Ed Robertson, a ladies perform Allie J dose. Yeah looks like she's a singer or something. Uh, Sally Marvel, sword follower. Mindy the monkey gives kisses. You get to meet Ernie Hudson. Jack Danger's hosting. And Magic Randy is roasting Gary Stern. Yeah. Oh, and the XO one will be there too.
2: Okay. So keep Ed Robertson. Keep the other musical performer, I guess. Keep Jack Danger. Keep Ernie Hudson and the Ecto-1. Get rid of the monkey because... Who in Pinball really cares about a monkey? Get rid of the Magic guy. We saw him on the stream. and. Wah-wah. I don't know if I'm not um, familiar
0: with Magic Randy.
2: Yeah, Magic Randy is one of those dad joke magicians. And he already did the walk around at the Stern factory tour thing and goofed on people. I, I, I don't have anything against the guy. It's just I don't see the connection to Pinball at all. Um, we don't need a sword swallower there. So let's not pay those guys. For starters, Um,
0: (laughs) if you pay extra, you can meet Adam West too, but it doesn't say how much extra it costs. You just need a VIP pass, but it says ask your distributor for details.
2: We've been promised it's going to be epic, so that's, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Pay the extra for Adam West. I I like the idea Uh, of
0: them doing this. I just don't like that they are selling tickets.
2: No, they could have any of the non-pinball related stuff they want if they weren't charging, but... It just feels like they're bloating it to justify charging for it. Just Don't charge for it. It's a it's a promotional event. That's really what it is.
0: Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. Okay, so I'm sorry. It went. They do advertise for 48 hours, you get 15% off the public price. That's why it was $30. That oh. ship has sailed, so now it's regular price. You don't get 15% off. Okay. But that's why so it's 35 Okay. If you well, acted... Misunderstanding.
2: Operators were standing by, and if you called during that window, you were able to pay a little bit less for their promotional event for the opportunity to come buy art and T-shirts. And
0: well, I have I have the ticket ordering uh, site open, and it says that it sold out by 25,000 percent because the goal was one ticket. One, yeah. And they sold 250 tickets, and I don't know if they probably could sell more. Look, it also shows a list of who bought tickets, though.
2: I, I know. that I, There's like a hundred and something.
0: There's a lot of names on here. Like, I don't see anybody, any names missing in a way. I mean, besides the people who are vocally against it, like you and I, and I don't know, like all the big names are here. I don't know if people want us to name them, but no, we don't like we people don't, yeah, in the big names in the hobby. Everybody's going, yeah, it looks like. Yeah, so yeah, nobody we we is even, deterred by the $35 ticket price. At,
2: at some point, you know, people will get out and support just about anything that happens in pinball yeah but it just looks a very um mickey mouse of starting to be charging for something like this
0: this would have been just, a huge a huge like pat on the back or whatever like a, a nice thank you for keeping them not only keeping them going but with this ghosting issue this would have been like hey you know we're still trying to support the community or thanking yeah. you for keeping us going
2: Yeah, you know who gets to charge for anniversary celebrations? Disneyland. They're the people that get to charge for it. They're the ones that get to ask for an extra five bucks for that. But Spooky had a cool open house. Pinball Life does it. It's just like it's part of your branding. Like it's a branding expense. You can sell crap there, but don't charge for people for the opportunity to come and buy stuff.
0: Yeah, have shirts be thirty bucks instead of (laughs) twenty-five bucks.
2: Yeah. Um, Do do exclusive event uh merchandise that you can mark up
0: even that ticket price it's kind of an odd ticket price because you would think the draw for this if they have like let's say a thousand people usually if you see a band where there's a thousand people tickets will be 20 25 bucks that's for a you know a major band like a bare naked ladies their tickets would probably be around 25 bucks and i don't know 1200 people in in my market anyway Something like in an ACDC where you're selling 10,000 tickets and they're 60 bucks each. That's a different kind of thing. Okay. So I don't know where they got the number from. Even like many festivals, $35 is, you know, you're seeing 45 bands.
2: Yeah, I think Lollapalooza, I paid, what, $40, $45? Uh,
0: Yeah, but then, and I understand there's a lot more people, but that just kind of pounds in the issue of why, where did they come up with that number?
2: Well, let's think about this. Say... Say they get, and there's no way they'll get this many. But say they got three hundred people at full price, right? I think they should get it. Okay, then let's say they're halfway there already. Let's say five hundred people at thirty-five dollars. It's seventeen thousand five hundred dollars in ticket sales. Like that, is that going to do? That's two LE pinball machines, three, two, two LE pinball machines, and a and a handful of translights. Is that really worth it for this giant celebration? Just get the people in there, and uh, say it's limited access. So cut it off at whatever your capacity is going to be. Don't charge them. Um, then give them the opportunity to, if they want to buy something while they're there. Um, yeah, go ahead. But otherwise, make it a big stream- live streamed event and properly use it as a marketing tool, not as a, not as a, really piddly profit generation scheme so that's what bugs me and then obviously they're gonna have to pay those people who came um so sure maybe that's what they're using to fund that but ah, it's just weak it's really weak sorry no, like, no I, I, I could I'm, not be excited about this at all
0: i could i keep looking at like there's multiple places where it says food and snacks available not free
2: sweet you get go <laughs> you get can go buy a six dollar hot dog okay go dig into the veggie tray that's on the corner of the table where you can also buy $35 shirts and uh Harley Davidson trad- trans lights for $75
0: so Jeff and I are not excited about this uh party but if you're going if you're excited w- we would love to have a counterpoint we I hope you know. have fun oh yeah, I'm I sure it'll be really fun enjoys it but I have no I, doubt no, it'll a, be a fun party
2: it's also just really poor timing to be putting this out there when you're having these kind of issues
0: yeah they need a good PR push right now and this is the opposite we're trying to not be too cynical. I understand if Jeff is over is not too cynical, but his cynical period because he's deep in the trenches of stirring QA right now. But uh,
2: I would still be annoyed by this just by the bad marketing approach. Yeah, you know, Like that that side of it just irritates me.
0: Pinball Life is not doing a party this year. Uh, I don't know why, but that's a bummer.
2: Probably because Expo itself is. Winding down. On the decline,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
2: I just... I, I'm not... I, I still would not mind going out to Expo one time, but... Yeah. People actively tell me, no, 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 don't go. So, I don't. But... So, speaking
0: of, sh- of shows that are not on the decline, the, uh, the White, White Rose Walking Game Room show is coming oh. up. It's a couple months away. It's uh, October 14th and 15th, but... I wanted to bring this up because Ryan Claytor designed a shirt for Nick Baldridge of the For Amusement Only EM Bingo and Pinball Podcast, and it looks so awesome. Good. It is so an good. awesome shirt. It's advertising the bingo row at the White Rose Game Show, where I think last year Nick had 10, not Nick himself, but Nick in the bingo community had 10 uh, bingo machines at the show, which is a ton, uh, but the shirt is awesome looking. I ordered one and... I I don't know I'm not planning on going to the show I'd love to but I'm not planning on it but it's just it's maybe my favorite Ryan Claytor shirt or print to date and I've got I think most of his prints so pretty excited about this
2: yeah I think it looks great um and that's a show I've never been able to go to and always wanted
0: yeah I've heard that one keeps getting bigger and better every year yeah which is great so bigger
2: by a bingo row this year <laughs>
0: that's right so uh you can check out the the Yorkshow.com for more information it's you still got a couple months uh two months away but uh we'll put a link to where you can pre-order the shirt on our website because uh i think nick does sort of a limited batch he's going to have a link up where you can pre-order for the first month and then he'll get them printed up and then i think you gotta wait for another batch or ryan will be selling them through his site so if you get a chance, um, order through Nick initially, and I think he'll he'll deliver them to the show as well.
2: Will he deliver him to Salt Lake City?
0: Um, I don't believe so. Well, for a for a fee much higher than four ninety nine, oh. shipping.
2: Hey, I don't, I'm out of work. I can't afford that yeah. kind of money.
0: So. Yeah. Well, you're you're bored. You could bring him over.
2: Maybe. Nick's got nothing to do. He's yeah, come always, hang out with me. He's always bored.
0: Yeah. You guys can play spin the bottle.
2: Um. He could go with me to go check out some bingos that are listed uh, listed locally. There's there you go. Up right now. So.
0: He would love that. I'm sure. Let's get let's set you guys up. Let's get you on a date. Okay. All right. And I wanted to mention uh, we got a a tweet from Gary Martin. He's looking for a 1974 Bally champ. Uh, he asked for our help, and we're not much help. But if you have one, or if you have a lead on one, he is Muck Raker 22. Uh, m-e-c-k-r-a-k-e-r and the number 22 on twitter so hit him up
2: valley champ yeah
0: i'm not familiar with that one either but yeah well i guess i should make sure that's an actual game right
2: well (laughs) i bet you it is
0: (laughs) i bet i bet it is i'm not i'm not saying gary's wrong but um Uh, a lot of times people are like oh i have a iron madden (laughs) <laughs> game. Oh, yeah, there is a 1974 Bally Champ. They made 4,000 of them. Let's see what the theme here is. Okay, so
2: it's not exactly rare. Boxing? No. It.
0: No, it doesn't look like. Well, the playfield doesn't look like anything. That's what the backlash has on it. It looks. It's people playing pinball. It's one of those things where the backlash is a backlash for the game. of, They're playing champ on the backglass, which has another backlash of them playing champ like on it. Champ. Yeah, like it keeps going into the.
2: Until eventually they're playing Zacharia's pinball champ.
0: Right. Yes. It looks like Carl Sagan on the back glass <laughs> playing playing uh, pinball. Eh, it looks like a cool game, actually. I've seen well, that back glass before, but I'm not familiar with it.
2: Sorry, buddy. If we find one, I'm taking it because I want that now.
0: We're going to part it out. Keep that back glass. Yeah. Yeah, the, the play field has uh, pinball machines on it as well. That's pretty cool. Okay, sorry. Just wanted to throw that out there, because we've got, we've got at least a half dozen listeners. At least. At least. So we are, we're 40 minutes. We're not trying to go super long. I'm just worried that the shoe will drop at any minute. Now, is there any other news you wanted to hit before we get into listener questions?
2: I don't think so. No?
0: Okay. No. Um, oh, and 8 Ball Deluxe should be coming to Pinball Arcade soon. I think that was the, the clue. And the last one was pretty obvious. So,
2: Eight Ball I like Deluxe. That, game.
0: that sounds like that sounds wrong. Eight Ball Deluxe. Eight Ball. Yeah, that's EBD. right. DVD.
2: Yeah.
0: Eight Ball Deluxe. Yeah. I don't know. Uh. Okay. So, I'm getting to the question thing here. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Sorry. I had him here. Let's have lots of dead silence. Jeff's gonna edit all that silence out anyway.
2: Not a chance. Nope. I got to get ready for Alaska.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, Scott Larson wrote in, what are landmark games that change the industry and why? That's a big question, right?
2: Oh, yeah. You got to go Unty with Dumpty. Humpty
0: Dumpty. Yeah. First game with High flippers. Sp- <laughs> yeah. High speed. High speed. First game with the story mode.
2: And everything. It has so many firsts.
0: Like, like, well, there's actually there's a thread on Pinside of firsts, which would be interesting to just link in our show notes here. It's yeah, really some, it's really obscure stuff too. Like first game with the monkey on the back class, or whatever.
2: yeah, I was gonna say some of those first aren't so big a deal. Like first DMD, um, first DMD is a big one. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say no. I was say so first DMD kind of is a bigger deal than first monkey, um, <laughs> but some of the ones that really really changed the stuff a lot of collectors don't care about, like uh, progressive um, replay things like that, that actually really changed how it, you know, location um, stuff was handled. Uh, so rather than replays being set at the same, they progressively grew as players got better. Um, obviously, the move from single player to multiple players. Well I can't remember the first multiplayer game. Um,
0: Beat the uh, multiplayer.
2: Yeah, so more than one player.
0: Like, I'm looking here. I've got the I've got this list up. So they do from time to time update the first thread in the. Or first post in the thread? There's a lot of stuff on here. I'm trying to look at first multiplayer game.
2: Well, it's a bingo or something like that, right? Some,
0: I don't know. It couldn't be, some couldn't be a wood rail, right? Because of the way the backlash is?
2: I don't know. But it wasn't landmark enough that we know. I'm just saying that there's a lot of firsts that probably are a bigger deal than we realize because from a collector's standpoint, um, it wasn't as much of a big deal but from like an operator like being able to make more money be able to put more games out like those things change the industry a lot just we we don't really know but um the ones that get really pointed to is obviously Humpty Dumpty, Space Shuttle, um I mean you've got the ramp and stuff on that, the toy, isn't that basically the first toy? On Space Shuttle? Shuttle. A lot of people call it the first toy even though you've got like animated back glasses and stuff like that but you're throwing out too much stuff. I don't know. It's blowing um, my mind. And then, like, obviously, high speed had a lot of uh, kind of technology in it. I'm already uh, not satisfied with this uh,
0: with this lineup. It says first multi ball was firepower 1980, solid state maybe, but there were or excuse me, solid solid state maybe, but there were a few ems with multi ball. Well, oh, shouldn't that be in there? And then first two ball multi ball, Scorpion 1980. Honorable mention to Beat the Clock, 1963. Well,
2: no, Beat the Clock was the first. Why is it an yeah. honorable mention? It's 17 years earlier. So. Yeah. Um, plus, there's just all the unofficial multi-ball games that you could just plunge all five balls if you wanted.
0: I'd say <laughs> Gorgar, you know, First Speech.
2: First Speech is a big one.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm. Uh, I'm trying to think what the last big landmark game would have been. Would it, do you think it would be... Well, Wizard of Oz was the Oz. first LCD, but... I think the way that the Wizard of Oz changed a lot of the things, like uh, the way we look at lighting in a game, controlled lighting. Um, yeah, like without GI in it. Um, Stern very quickly. Station. Sorry. Jumped on some of that stuff. Like you look at, say ACDC. I don't think that would have looked the way it does with all of that really cool controlled lighting if Wizard of Oz hadn't pushed that. It's just my theory, but
0: hmm. yeah, Wizard of Oz raised the bar in a lot of areas, but I don't know if that it did any first. It just kind of put, you know, threw everything in the in one pin.
2: Uh, yeah, but that's what I'm saying is I think that's when we talk about landmark, it doesn't necessarily mean first. Okay, that's I think true. Yeah, yeah. that's a game that we'll point back to as definitely landmark. Shifting in an industry, plus it brought the idea of the high end home experience um, more than any game really has since then. I mean, I think the Stern Ellies have that a little bit. Maybe Tron LE, but um, nothing quite like Wizard of Oz did at that time. First Opto Ball Detection? Was that a Papa Duke game? It's
0: not a landmark game either. Nostalgia, 1977. Oh, wow. First game with no was... manual plunger? That's interesting.
2: Um...
0: Am I quizzing I know. you now?
2: Yeah, I don't know which one that is.
0: Going Nuts. Oh, yeah. This yeah, says Spring Break, 1987. Honorable mention to Going Nuts, 1983.
2: <laughs> that it's actually Going Nuts. <laughs> yes. uh, spring ba- Break is a game that just starts you in a multiball.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's probably that's on not, here, too. Oh, so does that, Going Nuts.
2: Yeah. So those are first, but not necessarily landmark. <laughs> spring
0: Break didn't do anything, apparently. It was a shoddy <laughs> ripoff of Going Nuts.
2: Basically. But no, that's a cool thing. Like, I think that would probably be debatable. But there's certain ones that we know were industry changing. So, I think Humpty Dumpty obviously is uh, going to be unanimous- unanimously pointed to as just majorly changing everything.
0: Yeah. Well, even Adam's family raised the bar for how much stuff you could jam into a game. Right. And that's you know it's iconic for sales. And um, what was the What's the game that sold more than? Oh, Baffle Ball, right? Is that the name of it? Baffle Ball is right. the highest selling technical pinball. It's a Bagatelle game, sort of.
2: Yeah, that's in the twenties. I think it was the
0: thirties.
2: Thirties. It's a long time ago.
0: What's crazy is they made forty thousand of them, and I've I've never seen one. I don't think you'd think there would be more of them around. I know it got banned in between then, and they weren't made um, to last eighty years, but.
2: Don't they bring one to Pinball Showdown?
0: A baffle ball? They bring a lot of that kind of stuff, but I don't know if they have a baffle ball.
2: I thought they had one on display. You couldn't touch it or play it. but.
0: Oh. I want to play
2: one. No, Don.
0: See what set the world on fire. First QR code, that's definitely iconic. Do you know it?
2: Isn't that Wizard of Oz?
0: No, no, no. Wizard of Oz is probably the last when they use QR codes. Remember George Gomez when he came to Stern? That was like his big thing.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, but did, did, have you ever done it? Um, you... I
0: did. I have tried it. I did it either. I think I did it on Transformers, which was the first right. at but a mall. It took. It, 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 it takes you to, to you? Stern's webpage. Ooh. I, I don't understand why QR codes are not built into the default apps, uh, photo apps, camera apps on phones.
2: I don't understand. If you just point your camera at one, it should it should be like ding dink and then, then pop
0: open Safari or whatever. I don't know. Then they would actually be cool. Like, they would yeah, be really useful. Totally. And, I would use them all the time then. I don't want to have yeah. to like, oh, let me find a QR app and they all have like one and a half stars. On <laughs> yeah. iOS anyway.
2: They all have like crazy pop-ups and... Yeah.
0: It makes no sense. How, how do they get so big if there's like no support for it?
2: I don't know. They should... I would love it if... Yeah, like you said, it was that easy to use one. Just your business card would just need to be a QR code. Yeah. Cuz mm. if you do that now, it just looks pretentious and stupid. But
0: and that it, QR code should put it in your contact book.
2: Yes, that uh, that's. Did you just say that? They're just saying they should just be easy. And you don't have to hold on to a stupid card. Yeah. But pinball. We got to
0: update this thing. First LCD on playfield, none yet. But the awesome uh, Tron Legacy arcade full game Full Throttle mod. has one Yeah, this says none yet Well, so does Hobbit So does WWE Was WWE the first?
2: Um, or Full
0: Throttle shipping before that?
2: I, that would be close So we'll just state it this way Say, The Hobbit, honorable mention WWE <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, Yeah
0: um, Bump and Pop bumpers I'm glad those are back
2: what was the first licensed game? Oh, That's right. a big deal. Hey, Starting see. to work with licensing.
0: Yeah. First licensed theme. Oh, this is lame. Wizard, nineteen seventy-five. I know there's older ones than that. There was one based on like some Bob Hope movie. I can't even remember the name of it. Have you seen that one? I think it might be the same game actually, where it had like six foot tall legs. So you had to climb a ladder to play it.
2: Yeah, as an old so, wood rail. <laughs> <laughs> or just be Todd McCall. Either way, um, yeah, I don't know. Like Wizard is debatable to me because it was kind of made with and for. Like, I don't know. I, it, yeah, technically it's a licensed product. So sure.
0: Is Wizard newer, th- or yeah, newer than Close Encounters? No, it's got to be older. Close Encounters is closer to the '80s, right? But it's still an EM. Yeah. I know for sure because I I have this whole project I was working on. It's probably been like two or three years now. I might and as well you- just tell. I might as well just put it out there because I'm never going to finish it, and maybe somebody with free time can do it. But I was going to take every game based on a. Uh, I was just going to do film property, and then take the box office gross, the worldwide gross, and divide it by the number of units made to see what was the, like I don't know, highest and lowest. Yeah. Like, if Space Jam, they made a thousand of them and it made a million dollars, then that's X number. And they made 20,000 uh, barbed wires, but the movie only made $10,000, that kind of thing. I just wanted so, to make some sort of chart just to see how licensing tied into actual sales and production of, numbers. Of the machine. Yeah. yeah.
2: And it and if the popularity of the movie affected the sales of the pinball machine. <laughs> or vice versa, yeah. So,
0: I mean, I think the... the Pinball machine of Adams Family might be more popular than the movie, but the movie's still uh, famous. I don't know if kids today watch it, but there's iconic images from that film.
2: So something like barbed wire is just it dragged itself down on both sides, right?
0: Yeah. Well, I I still I still don't know how many they made. And even something like Total Recall probably made a ton of money, but then not having a pin or only having one, I didn't know where to draw the line. But I had to look back to all these old EMs to see every licensed movie and there was a ton of them
2: you draw the line at predator <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, speaking of which no we don't have to speak of which that that's no, a good it's a good question scott it's
2: that might a be a cool blog post maybe i'll work on that what i've got time right now right what the movie thing uh talking about, no talking about landmark oh uh, landmark pins yeah it'd be a fun landmark article pins. not necessarily first but I hate the term game changer, but the game changers. Sure. The industry shifters.
0: Okay, here's here's another one that's we could probably handle. What do you want to see happening to pinball over the next five years? So that would put us into 2021.
2: Me, personally, I want to see more connectivity. Not necessarily, like, <clears throat> what's rumored to be happening with, like, your phone to the machine within gameplay, but connected uh, tournaments where... Uh, the machine can read the state of the settings and then it can set up tournaments with machines anywhere else, you know, in the world that have the same settings and mm-hmm. uh, that kind of stuff where you can have leader. You can basically have your pinball identity, whether they use IFPA or whatever, uh, but then you can basically connect it with the machines in different ways. And I don't see how that information wouldn't be super desirable by the manufacturers anyway. So I just want to see more connectivity. Um, as far as like layouts or things on the playfield, I I'm fine with how things have been progressing. The sort of play it safe but try something new in a game. I think that's a pretty good formula for not um, changing things too quickly and getting you know bunch of stinkers out there. So I'm fine with the kind of the slow evolution of the stuff under the glass. I just want to see the technology catch up.
0: Yeah, it should be way beyond where it is now. I mean, even in the yeah. 90s, you could take your Nintendo 64 memory card and stick it in a game for some cross-play. It should be able to stick a USB drive in and change the settings at home to the ones in the arcade or vice versa. Or even yeah. just use an app. Um, oh, I started to lose my train of thought. But yeah, it should be... If you look at like Big Buck HD, where they have tournaments where top prize is fifteen grand, it's like pinball. The pinball Definitely, c- yeah. could be a lot bigger than that just because of the variety of titles. It's not just
2: Big Buck. It should be, it should catch up by now. Yeah. And, and the USB key things uh, would be cool too. If you like went to a location, you put in your key and it um, downloaded, say, the best 50 scores of the last month or something you could go home on your plug it you could plug it into your game and then it would throw that into your machine and you can compete against it i mean stuff like there's so much stuff they could do everything should, should
0: could probably just go through an app yeah i mean the way like pay range works and stuff like that there was supposed to be something similar to pay range on wizard of oz i can't remember what it was called wizard of oz had i think they just tried too much at once and they ended up with still a good game, which is, is kind of a miracle, in a way, for all the things that they had on the list to stick in there. I guess, yeah. it, in a way, it's weird that Hobbit didn't grow much beyond Wizard of Oz.
2: I, I think.
0: Technology-wise.
2: I think it's almost a step back in some ways.
0: Well, if you think of, if you think of Wizard of Oz as the prototype, or the Whitewood, and, Hobbit, the being the, concept, yeah, yeah. and Hobbit being the. proof of concept. Yeah, and Hobbit being the final game. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe, uh, uh, the next game,
2: yeah, I think other issues prevented the Hobbit from taking a step forward in that extras department, um, that maybe we'll see game three finally gets to, to enjoy that.
0: When did the last Hobbit movie come out? 2014, right? I think it was winter 2014.
2: I'm not sure, but that sounds about right.
0: I think it was a full year behind and then another six months.
2: Um, the only other really, like, big thing is that there's some. Like, I understand that the different manufacturers aren't gonna have the same parts, so they can't be interchangeable. But some sort of standard of quality, like micro switches, could probably be basically standardized across things. Um, I I I hate how um, working on them is not gotten any easier uh across manufacturers as it has like it's as it's always been um again like they can't standardize stuff i get that but maybe moving closer to some sort of standard would help i think it's it's just not a priority to
0: anybody because like gottlieb had some great ideas as far as working under the hood so did data east so does highway Um, a lot of companies have good ideas just nobody puts them all together and there isn't a standard There's no, I don't think there's much, it's too cutthroat. Like they don't, I don't think they have like a meeting of all the pinball companies. They come together for a pinball conference like Expo to kind of help push each other up and grow together. It's just more like super cutthroat. They don't want anybody to know what they're doing.
2: Or they're trying to find out what what they're doing so they can go threaten their factories in China, say, (laughs) stop selling these people parts.
0: Well, dude, what if, uh, if HomePin ends up making all the parts for everybody that could be one way to go like if you just have one factory making all the screws for everybody one factory yeah. making all the metal parts or whatever
2: that would be a dream especially well, if the quality of them were were uh better than what we're getting now no matter who you buy a game from stuff breaks pretty well quickly.
0: it's pinball at its core is you're throwing a metal ball around its stuff I know. So stop making the
2: plastics thinner. Stop making the (laughs) if
0: pinball was made out of metal, it would still get dinged up.
2: Yes, but not so quickly.
0: Well, the challenge is having—I mean—to keep a car running for 40 years. That's a challenge too. You're not gonna—you don't often see a car 40 years old that looks brand new. Pins have got to follow suit. I mean, it's the same. Kind of thing. I think the expectation to have a new in-box looking game after forty years of play isn't realistic.
2: No, but after forty plays, it should still look new.
0: Yeah, yeah. Ghostbusters aside, <laughs> so. I did see the picture Nifty posted of the chipped Ghostbuster paint,
2: which was yeah upsetting. Yeah, that's horrifying. I yeah. I mean, like I said, I you can just feel the machines. They're just I, I get cost saving, but I think rather than just cheapening materials maybe you could lean on technology to just make better processes better stuff. I It's not I'm not a manufacturer. My dad is, but
0: maybe maybe P3 will take over and everybody's got to use that you know that maybe stern that's their cheapest route is to use the technology that multimorphic has already come up with and then fit their games into that box and then jersey jack does the same thing and highway does the same thing and then there's yeah. It's like everybody running Windows in that at
2: that point. Sure. Whatever whatever it is, uh, I think, yeah, tech leverage technology to make the games cooler, more interactive, or whatever, and then just find, yeah, like some sort of closer to a standard. But I yeah. get it. I get it. I understand why it has to happen. It's just I'm saying my wish list, it would be nice if things went that way.
0: And then beyond just actual physical pinball, um, I, it'd be cool to see competitive pinball keep growing maybe show up on espn2 that kind of thing or uh, evo type setting where it's more seriously regarded as competitive sport yeah Um, bring more people in that way maybe you know arcades i don't think arcades are going to come back but these destination arcades become more of a destination Uh, everybody knows there's a lot you could do a pinball hall of fame to make it more inviting to the general public sure Um, And some of the other locations around the country are doing that. They just don't have the tenure that Hall of Fame has. So, yeah, maybe, you know, people go to Knott's Berry Farm, SeaWorld, whatever, all in one place. Maybe they get the pinball, whatever, Pinball Pacific at the same time. It becomes that type of attraction. Legoland, you know what I'm saying. I don't know about in five years, but maybe. Who knows?
2: That'd be cool. Yeah.
0: Is the drama on Pinside helping the sport or hurting the sport? Uh, I think it the, hurts the people on Pinside.
2: Yeah, I, it, it hurts. I don't know if it affects the sport necessarily. It might up the um, number of eyes on it. Like, I, I don't know if you've ever caught yourself... You know, maybe a forum you normally go to, and someone says, hey, Man, there's stuff going on at this uh, weightlifting forum's nuts. And you go and you read some drama thread over there. You probably don't stick around and <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> read other threads and stuff. Yeah. But you are probably awoken to um, some things in that world that maybe you were completely ignorant to. Uh, so it might put more eyes on things. But that person probably walks away saying, those pinball people are nuts. Um, they're fighting about, you know, a scratch uh, on an invisible part of a play field. And yeah. there's 300 comments on it and people being banned. I don't know. I, I don't think uh, negative, like, actual drama can help. I just think it creates bad feelings. Um, I don't know.
0: I'm trying to think. I'm wondering what the. I guess what size of the community uses Pinside regularly.
2: I think it's pretty small.
0: Like I'm looking at. uh, Let's see how many. They made 7,000. For an example, they made 7,000 white waters. 7,008 white waters. I'd assume half of them still exist. Let's say. That's 3,500. Of those 3,500 that are still alive. just under 900 Pinsiders have that game in their collection.
2: And that's assuming people have been diligent about taking it out when they sold it or yeah. whatever. Because well, yeah. it could well, be listed that, multiple plus times. Plus people
0: adding it. Yeah, There's probably people on Pinside that don't. I would assume the yeah. average Pinsider has their collection current. Or at least entered their collection at one point. Yeah. In, into their thing. Anyway, so that's about a third. That's less than a third of... What we're what we're guessing still exists. So there's, I would guess, yeah, probably maybe thirty percent of pinball enthusiasts use Pinside to some extent.
2: Uh, To some extent, yeah, and I would say only. Ooh, man! I would say only twenty percent of those are the daily users.
0: You think it's that high? I was gonna say like
2: eight percent, ten percent. Yeah, maybe. I mean, obviously, Pinside knows those numbers, but they're. Yeah, I
0: bet they do. I wonder if Robin would be willing to share with their daily well you can look at the forum right now to see how many people are logged in right
2: there's usually between three to five hundred people active okay so there's 30... 542 right now
0: there's 35,000 pinsiders registered and in the past 24 hours 3200 almost 3300 have logged on so about 10 percent.
2: okay that's probably pretty typical yeah Oh, and, I see what you're saying. that, Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's just in the forums. I would guess forums are kind of
2: the uh, hot area of inside. Sure. And so that would be, say, 10% of 30%. <laughs> yeah.
0: Really? Okay. Yeah.
2: And it's probably pretty accurate.
0: Hmm. The internet magnifies everything because, you know, your friends on. Uh, your friends in general are pinball guys, or at least some of them, and so you see their postings. You get onto a couple of pinball groups, and you see those postings, and it's really easy on Facebook to just click join or like, so then it gets magnified in this small bubble that we're in. But how, you know, you meet people all the time. Oh, pinball? Yeah, I saw that uh, that guy from Japan. He was playing pin- pinball really well at the Olympics. I couldn't believe how fast those guys are. Looks like Forrest Gump. It's like not <laughs> mm, close.
2: Yeah, You've got. Yeah, so yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know how much it harms or hurts, but I do think it pushes some people. I think it pushes people away more than it invites them in. Let's let's say that. <laughs> uh, d-
0: yeah. It depends, draw- on on, depends on the thread. Depends on the thread.
2: Yeah, I think over time, though, um, I've talked to more people who said. Oh yeah, I don't really go to Pinside or RGP anymore because I just got sick of the fighting, more so than people have said. I got to go every day to get my daily dose of drama. Like, yeah, and there's probably only five
0: percent of the the guys that are stirring the pot, making it a bad experience.
2: Sure, yeah, it's only a few. Yeah,
0: very vocal few. Uh, before I forget, uh, Joe Zingas has probably the most epic pinball popcorn segment ever at the end of this episode. It's a very long segment, but it's consistently quality. So thank you, Joe, for adding that. Do you know what I'm talking about, Jeff? He gave um, it to us a couple weeks ago. A Kevin Smith film?
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay. I I thought you were talking about the intro stuff.
0: Well, yeah, if we can stick that intro on this one, I think it's a good enough time as any. <laughs> we've reused, It's timely. Yeah, we've used the, the intro. You've, you've probably heard, I'm guessing. We used it a long time ago. Joe made it a long time ago, but... It's never not funny to us, anyway.
2: Yeah. Joe's on fire, guys.
0: Yeah, Joe's... (laughs) Joe had a sick dog uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, When he was recording with us, his dog got sick. That's why he walked off air for a little while. Uh, Anyway, so he had to take some time off of work, and he had free time to make some good stuff. I just didn't want to forget to mention it. And I also... I didn't talk to you about this. I I don't think I talked about it on air, but I actually bid on a pinball machine on eBay a couple weeks ago. Did I tell you about that?
2: I think you mentioned it, but I never heard what happened.
0: Uh Yeah, so a local person was selling like five or six games and they had a Matahari was one of them. So I put in a bid, I think the starting bid was a dollar, so I put in like fifty three dollars, I think, was my cap. And it's big spender. I think maybe for some reason I was at fifty dollars for like nine of the ten days that the post was up and that sure enough that last day somebody started pushing it up so i raised my cap i think up to 260 dollars, and then just let it go so somebody got it for like 267 dollars i think wow which is a good deal but i you could tell like the rubber was snapped on the game i didn't have any way to play it before buying it on ebay obviously it did not look like collector quality or anything there was playfield wear visible and There was only four pictures, so it was more like a Craigslist
2: ad that just was on eBay. 250. There's two classes of Matahari, The really, really nice one and the blown out. Right. (laughs) It needs a lot of love.
0: So I wasn't, like, 250 bucks if I got a Roached game, it wasn't going to break my heart. And I could, I'd be okay putting a couple hundred bucks into it, but much more than that, I wasn't going to be okay putting a couple hundred bucks into it. Sure. Because they made so many. But, uh... A friend of mine, I don't know if he wants me to say who it was, but a friend of mine had bid on a Stern Pinball, the EM called Pinball, which has an awesome back glass. Uh, he put in an initial bid of $25, and nobody ever touched it. So he ended up winning it for 25 bucks. <laughs> and right? th- So then he's like, well, do you want this thing? I don't know what I'm going to do with this thing. And uh, I don't have room. I didn't i didn't really want it. But uh, So he brought it home. I don't know if he's got it up and going. He doesn't have any EMs until now. I'll have to research it, but that's a pretty good deal um, yeah, on is. any game. I figure a hundred bucks on pretty much any game is okay.
2: Yeah, unless it's just like water damaged or corroded and
0: yeah, more work than you want to deal with. Even parting it out would be more work. But this one looked right. okay from the pictures. You know, they all looked none of them look collector quality. There was a Spider Man that I think I stopped watching it when it got up over like three fifty. Uh, not that i was interested and there was a captain fantastic what is the what is the home model is that does it have the same name it was the dirt brown cowboy i don't know yeah i, I like the art good. on the home model but i didn't want it anyway yeah. pretty cool
2: yeah
0: i thought it'd be nice. interesting to mention so what do you think jeff is that a show? Well, yeah, I'm getting nervous. It's almost 2.30, and the kid that means kids have been down for an hour and a half.
2: No, I think it went over it. So I'm going to be in Alaska, but based on timing, we shouldn't miss any schedule. So
0: No, okay, you will be back on the next one. And I'm hoping yeah. we'll have a guest on the next episode. We've got a cool guest sometime in September. One of our most well-received guests is planning on coming back.
2: Okay. Yes. Okay um i have a quick two shout outs um we got a couple of donations don oh sweet uh, yeah uh from scott and from kevin so thanks guys appreciate that um it's about time we come up with some sort of a contest or something so yeah
0: we should we really need to order shirts we're almost out of shirts tonight i've been making a list of people who want shirts whenever we order shirts
2: okay um so shirts and contests are coming
0: Yes, we'll do that maybe I know uh, one of our previous sponsors mentioned doing something so let me see if I can work something out for the next episode okay uh, so thank you so much for listening and for letting Jeff get the little thing off his chest Whew, and feel better spending the afternoon with us uh, you can check out uh, don't forget to check out niftyled.com for your pinball LED needs uh, ulex store gotta give them love ulekstore.com and mods of course m-e-z-e-l-m-o-d-s dot Use coupon code MOD M-A-U-D-E, for 15% off your Measle Mods items. Uh, You can check us out on Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, and Grindr. We are a pinball podcast on all of those. Mm -hmm. I'm not really using the Snapchat much now that Instagram has the same features, basically.
2: Yeah, I bet that (laughs) the Snapchat folks weren't too pleased by that.
0: Well, we're trying. To, I was trying to figure out if you can send nudes on Instagram videos, though. <laughs> Why don't you? Do <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I know they you can't do it otherwise because that would that's Snapchat's bread and butter. So I don't know.
2: I'm gonna say I use Snapchat regularly and I have not seen a nude on there. So oh, I know, I'm not but using that's the right stigma. Way, that's the stigma.
0: We're not 15 year old boys, so. Oh no! I'm sure. Right.
2: I'm, i'm 100 sure yeah
0: no i don't oh actually i have seen them uh a band that i follow the singer constantly posts uh, herself nude i don't know i haven't looked that much since snapchat or since constantly in- huh? instagram well i would say every day at least once wow when i was watching uh check out holy child <laughs> i love their music i don't know if she's just I noticed this with bands like some bands they seem like they're really ditzy and not a lot there but then their music se- sounds confident competent I don't know where the separation is like the drugs feel the music but they don't feel the dialogue I don't know what I mean uh,
2: no I, I just just don't take pictures of myself unclothed. So. No, no, no!
0: I don't either. I'm just not only when she's topless, but I'm just saying when she's just talking or whatever. She just oh. seems like a 14 year old girl kind of thing.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of people don't know what they want their identity to be on those things, so.
0: Oh, they just want clicks.
2: They just want, yeah, they want whatever's gonna give those views.
0: Yeah, the music's awesome though, so check out, yeah, check out, check out. Holy Listen Child. to Holy Child yeah.
2: and um, My Dick, right?
0: My dick is a fantastic album, yeah. I forgot how good that was.
2: <laughs> uh I was I was laughing at it at work until I realized that the sound was coming out of my speakers as well as in through my earphones. <laughs> yes. So.
0: Uh, I, I don't even remember I know there's Dick Street, was Baker Street. It's all covers of
2: uh um, pop songs. My dick is on your list. The yeah. Yeah. Uh f- <laughs> Fields of uh,
0: Fields of Dick,
2: yes. That's yeah, that's one. probably the uh, loveliest. Dick's in heaven. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That
0: was a good one. Uh, fast Dick, the Tracy Chapman song.
2: Yeah, Fast Car. getting.
0: We need to put that one, yeah. Hmm. I've got plenty of intro fuel.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't.
0: No, I don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can email us uh, if you're an angry parent at pinballpodcast at gmail.com. I hope your kids aren't listening to this. I think we've had a, we've towed a line of swearing, of saying PG-13 for a couple of years now.
2: Yeah. Eclectic Gamer like, is
0: G-rated, so go check that out.
2: It's like a 1984 PG movie, where yes, some of the PG-13 stuff, <laughs> like, yeah, the, the PG-13 rating's out there now, but they haven't quite figured out the consistency of what, what that means. What that means. Like, the Goonies is PG, <laughs> but they swear constantly.
0: Oh, it's like the dad who would still beat his kid with a belt. Like that was still fine in the eighties, like, yeah, a kid can see some boobs or hear some cussing. It's gonna catch yeah. a belt anyway.
2: That's us. Yeah. We're an we're a obscure nineteen eighties podcast. <laughs>
0: have you have you noticed the speaking of which, have you noticed the Stranger Things backlash now? No. People who have who didn't watch Stranger Things now don't wanna watch it because people were talking about it. People uh, enjoy it so you can't enjoy it.
2: Yeah, that's okay. Whatever.
0: Whatever. It's worth a watch. Okay. Uh, I think that's it. Thank you. Thank you all so much and have a good day.
2: Okay. Bye. Bye. Epic.
0: Epic. Epic. Epic.
3: Oh, I don't work today. I'm playing pinball.
1: Yeah, too. Why don't you call Randall? Cause I'm tired! I just closed last night! Swear you'll be there by 12 when I'll do it. 12 or I walk! You open?
3: Yep! Yeah. $5 worth of tokens. Are you sure?
1: Am I sure? Are you sure? Am I sure about what? Do you really want to buy?
3: Those tokens!
1: Are you serious?
3: How long you been pinballing?
1: What is this, a pull? I don't know, since I was about 13. 13... Let's say you're about
3: 19, 20, am I right? What in the hell is that? Your hands. By this time... Your hands look like this. You've got to be shitting me. You think I'm shitting you?
1: Excuse me, but... This is where you're heading!
3: Chapped hands?
1: Do you really want that? Well, if it's already too late, I guess no. we'll just... It's never too late.
3: Put the tokens back and try the Pinball Arcade instead. It's not the same. It's cheaper than a real pinball machine.
1: And it certainly beats this. Oh, Jesus. Ah. It's a picture of a cancer ridden Pan. Keep it. You made a very wise choice. Keep up the good work. If you're gonna drink that coffee, I think you ought to take it outside, hmm? No, I think I'll drink it in here, thanks. Well, if you're gonna drink it in here, uh, i appreciate it if you don't bother the customers. Okay. I'm sorry about that. What's that? This? You're spending what? 20, maybe 30 dollars a week?
3: On your pinball habit? Yeah. 40.
1: Like 53. 53 dollars a week? Come on, would you give somebody that much money each week to kill you? Because that's what you're doing now? By paying for this so-called privilege. Hey, man, we gotta crow sometime. Yeah. It's that kind of mentality that allows the pinball. producing industry to thrive. Yeah, right of course we're all gonna die someday. Yeah. But do we have to pay for it? No, no. Do we have to actually throw hard-earned dollars down on the counter and say, please, Mr. Merchant of Death, sir, please. Sell me something that'll stick up my hands and my clothes. Now, hey, yeah. wait a second. Yeah. Yeah, now here comes the speech about how he's just doing his job by following orders. Yeah. Yeah. Friends, let me tell you about another group of hate mongers that were just following orders. That? They were called Nazis. Nazi, that's right. They, right. Nazi. Yeah! And they practically wiped an entire nation of people off the earth just like your doing now. I think you gotta leave now. You want me to leave? Why? Cause somebody's telling it like it is? Yeah. Somebody's giving these fine people a wake-up call! No, yeah. oh, you're loitering and causing a disturbance. Loitering. I'm a disturbance, you're a disturbance, pal. You know? Here. Ah. Now I am a customer. Alright, I'm a customer. Engaged in a discussion with the other customers. That's
3: right.
1: Yeah, shut Yeah, see, he's scared now. Because he sees the threat we present. He smells the changes coming. You can smell it. Oh, you man. definitely are the source in this area. And we're going to shut you down for good. For good, good. cancer merchant. <laughs> cancer merchant. Cancer merchant.
3: Who's leading this mob. That
4: guy.
0: <laughs> Freeze. Let's see some credentials.
3: You're a Farsight Studios representative, and you're stirring up all this anti- Arcade sentiment. To what? Sell more in-app purchases? <sighs> Get out of here. And you people, don't you have jobs to go to? Get out of here. Go commute. You ought to be ashamed of yourselves. Bunch of easily-led automatons. Try thinking for yourselves. So Bob, you rude motherfucker. Nota? You know that? Your playfields Cue like to sell Like the good dad Line up three other play fields. Make like a circus seal I hate Mylar I love Automotive clear Don't you have a Pinball tournament? Me too? Yes And I'm gonna
1: play like sh** Because I didn't have a good night's sleep
3: Why'd you agree to come in then?
1: Hey, I'm only here until 12 After that I'm gone The boss comes in
3: That was Snowball
1: Why do you call him that?
3: silly so made it up It's uh he prefers to play pinball with ceramic balls. It's called snowballing. How many? Well? Something like 36.
1: What? Something like 36? Who are you boys? Wait, what is that anyway? Something like 36? Does that include me? 37. I'm 37? i going to
4: class. Oh, my god.
3: 37. My girlfriend got 37 extra balls. In a row? 37. I just Goodbye, can't be- Dante.
1: Hey, trying to get any extra balls. Gotta wait through the parking lot. Hey, hey you, get back here!
4: Guy ain't here yet. You're kidding, it's almost eleven thirty. I know, I've been here since eleven.
3: Man, really, I hate it when I can't play pinball. I would have went to Gameworks! But the table Buy one is right there in that wall. Really? Which one? Black Knight. You came for that too? That's the pinball I came for.
4: I have first dibs. So so? Says me, I've been here for half an hour. I call that first dibs.
3: Ain't gonna happen, my friend. I'm getting the first game.
4: Like hell you are.
3: I bet you twenty bucks. You don't get to play first.
4: Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. All right, well you're on. He's your cousin? Yeah, and he's from Russia too. No way. What part of Russia? Oh, fucking you no! Don't look like his fucking biographer. Oh, what part of Russia are you from? Moscow. He only speaks Russian? Nah, I speak some English, but he cannot speak it good like we do. He wants to be a metal singer. No way! I swear, Olaf, metal.
3: You gotta hear him sing Olaf, Berserker. My love for Stern. Who
4: is like a truck, Balsakka? Would you like some
3: making... Stuck ball! Balsakka! <laughs> That's funny, man. Did he say making... Stuck! What did you like better? Williams High Speed or Getaway? High Speed. Blasphemy. Well, High Speed had the better layout. Two spinners, awesome music. All Getaway had was that silly turbocharger in the middle. The instruction cards.
4: They say so much, but they never tell you if it's any good. Are either one of these... Pinballs. pinballs. ...any good? Sir? What? Are either one of these any good?
3: I don't play pinball.
4: Well, have you heard anything about either one of them? I find it's best to stay out of other people's affairs. You mean you haven't heard anybody say anything about either one of these? Nope. Well, what about these two? Oh, they suck. <sighs> these are the same two pinballs. You weren't paying any attention. No, I wasn't. I don't think your manager would appreciate, I don't appreciate it I not appreciate your ruse, ma'am. I beg your pardon? Your ruse, your cunning attempt to trick me. I was only pointing out that you weren't paying any attention to what I was saying. Uh, I hope it feels good. You hope what feels good? I hope it feels so good to be right. There's nothing more exhilarating than pointing out the shortcomings of others, is there? Well, this is the last time I play here. You'll be missed. Screw you! Hey! You're not allowed to play here anymore! Yeah!
3: Screw me. This guy guy's going through all the game tokens. Let's look. has been going on
1: for 20 minutes now. Well, what's he looking for? He said he has to find the
4: perfect dozen. The perfect dozen?
3: Yeah, each token has
4: to be perfect. But the quest isn't going well, huh?
3: Obviously not. Look at all the tokens. It didn't make the grade. Why doesn't he just mix and match? I told him that and he yelled at me. <laughs> What'd he say? He said it was important to have standards. He says no one has any pride anymore. It's not like you stamped the tokens yourself.
1: I give him five more minutes after that I'm calling the cops. I don't need this. I'm not even supposed to be here today.
3: I'm as puzzled as you. I've actually seen it before. You know him? No, I don't know him, but I know the behavior. Let me guess, he's looking for the perfect... Dozen tokens?
4: Yeah, how'd you know?
3: And I'll bet you a million dollars as a guidance counselor.
1: Why do you say that?
3: Well, I saw it happen in... Another arcade? ...like last year? Different guy, though. The arcade manager said he's been looking through tokens. He's ...for like half an hour, doing all sorts of endurance tests and stuff. I asked him why nobody ever called the manager, and he said it happens like two, three times a week, sometimes more. Get out of here. No, I kid you not. They call it shell shock. It seems only happened with guidance counselors. They used to make a big deal of it, but they just let it go now, because they always pay for whatever they break, and they never bother
4: anybody.
1: Well, why guidance counselors?
4: Well, if your job was as meaningless as theirs, wouldn't you go crazy, too? Come to think of it, my guidance counselor was kind of worthless. See? It's important to have a job that makes a difference, boys.
1: I will never come to this place again. Excuse me? Using filthy language in front of the customers? You both should be fired. I'm sorry. I guess we kind of got carried away. Well, I don't know if
4: sorry can make up for it. You've highly offended me. Well, if you think that's offensive, check this out. Ugh! Why do you do things like that? You know he's only gonna come back and tell the boss? Who cares? That guy's an asshole. Everybody that comes in here is way too uptight. This job would be great if it wasn't for the fucking customers. Jesus, I'm gonna hear from the boss tomorrow. Oh, would you loosen up? You'd feel a hell of a lot better if you just rip into the occasional customer. Why? I don't bother them, and they don't bother me. You liar. Tell me there aren't customers that annoy the piss out of you on a daily basis. There aren't. Why can you lie like that? Why don't you vent? Vent your frustrations. Come on, who pisses you off? Well, uh,
1: I guess it isn't customers in particular. Maybe just a group of customers.
3: Well, let's hear it. Well, the pinheads. The pinheads? The guys that come in here and play a perfectly good working pinball machine and point out every single bulb that's burned out. You know who I can do without? I can do without the people in the video. Arcade. Which ones? All of them. Do you guys have major havoc? Do you have that one with that guy who was in that movie that was out last year? I think it was called Maverick. They never pick quality titles. They always pick the most intellectually devoid
4: game. Ooh! South Park! It's like in order to join, they have to have an IQ
3: less than their shoe size. You think you get stupid questions? You should hear the barrage of stupid questions I get. What do you mean there's no dollar bill acceptors? You mean I gotta go get tokens?
4: So how much is this
1: thing anyway? Hey, are there any balls down there? About the biggest player you ever seen, Diggleberry.
3: You only brought one ball? I thought Redding brought all the balls. Uh, Dante had the balls.
1: Nobody has another ball. Shit. We get what, 12 minutes of a game and then it's over? Fuck! I'm not even supposed to be here today! Hell of a game. One ball? I closed the store, they come all the way here for one ball? Pinball's pinball. at least we gotta play. Twelve minutes is not a game. Jesus, it's hardly even a warm-up. Bitch, bitch, bitch.
4: You want something to drink?
1: (laughs) Yeah, Gatorade. Hey, what happened to all the Gatorade? Exactly! They drank it all. Be careful. I'm trying. You know, the
3: insides of those has got stuff that can give you cancer. So I'm told. Yeah. I had a friend who chewed glass for a living at the circus. And he got cancer from chewing incandescent bulbs? Nah. Got hit by a bus. Oh. Can I help you? Well, uh, that depends. Uh, You got maybe a
1: toilet in here? Yeah, but it's for employees only. I understand, but I, uh, I thought maybe you'd let me use it anyway. I'm not so young anymore, and I'm, how do you say, a little, uh, incontinent? Sure in the back. Hey, let me borrow your car. I don't want to talk to you fine Just let me borrow your car. Why should I loan you my car?
3: I want to play a pinball <laughs> You want to play a pinball? I want to play a pinball <sighs> What's that for you work in a video arcade
4: work in a shit video
3: arcade? I want to go to a good video arcade so I could play a good pinball Cute. Pinball
4: what's this name annoying
3: customer F-
1: dickhead You know what the real tragedy about all this is? I'm not even supposed to be here today! Oh, fuck you! Fuck you, pal! Jesus, there you go,
4: trying to pass the buck. I'm the source of all your misery. Who closed the store to
3: play pinball?
4: You want to blame somebody, blame yourself. I'm not even supposed to be here today. You sound like an asshole! Jesus, nobody twisted your arm to be here. You're here of your own volition. You like to think the weight of the world rests on your shoulder, like this place would fall apart if Dante wasn't here. Jesus, you overcompensate for having what's basically a monkey's job. You push fucking buttons. Anybody could waltz in here and do our jobs. You, you're so obsessed with making it seem so much more epic, so much more important than it really is. You know, that guy Jay's got it right, man. He has no delusions about what he does. Us, we like to make ourselves seem so much more important than the people that come in here. We look down on them as if we're so advanced. Well, if we're so fucking advanced, what are we doing working here? Come on, Samba, let's get the fuck out of this f***ing jib joint with Dante, you coil smoker.
3: You know, there's a million fine-looking women in the world, dude, but they don't all play pinball with you. Most of them just cheat on you.